revival. I thank you for the revival fires that are setting us ablaze. All consuming fire consume us. Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be a part of, of a community of women that are passionate and burning hot with passion for you. And I ask, Lord, that you would not let the fire go out, but that you would set us even hotter on fire. Absolutely like a wildfire. We want to burn with passion for your glory, for your spirit, and for what you want to do through us to others. So thank you, Lord. We want more. We want more. In Jesus' name, amen. Just like a fire is never satisfied, it is always looking for more. Look at a, a California wildfire. It's just consuming, and it wants more and more and more. That's what we want to be like. We want to be so on fire that we are not satisfied with people around us that are are not on fire for God. We want to we want more and more and more. We want to see more salvations. We want to see more deliverances. We want to see more miracles, more healings. We want to see more people filled with the spirit of God. That is our desire. We're not looking for more jewelry, more money, more fame, more friends. I mean that's not the more we're looking for anymore. We are looking for more of the kingdom of God. More of the miraculous, radical changes, more marriage restorations, Andrea, more deliverances, Stephanie, more healings, Robin, more, more prodigals brought in, more children uh, revived and renewed, more rebellious kids that are brought in and radically transformed. We want more. We want more of that. So we... Um, in case you don't know, we are in the middle of, we have had a prayer revival that started in January, a prayer revival, and then it has moved into a deliverance revival. We are right smack dab in the middle of a deliverance revival right here in little bitty Rust, Texas, and it is powerful and amazing. So I want to, I want to talk a little bit about, um, keeping your freedom and one of the things that's necessary to keep your freedom okay as you know um many of you may know that last year i taught a a series and it lasted over 20 weeks that was called get free stay free and i talked about getting free which is deliverance and then staying free which is keeping your deliverance and then the last part of that series was so you can help others get free and stay free and that's our goal. People are getting free. Now we want to help you stay free. So you can, thank you, Stephanie, so you can help others get free and stay free. So I want to talk about how to stay free. And, and of course, I'm not going to be able to cover everything for how to stay free, but, but one of the necessary ingredient, ingredients for staying free. Now, we came home last night. Last night was so power-packed. And to all of you that were there, I came home and I was like, wow, we spent so much time on emptying out and we didn't spend as much time to fill back up with the Holy Spirit. So I don't know if we're going to have a ladies Holy Spirit night or if we'll do it this Sunday night with everyone. But this week, every one of you, we don't want to focus more on the emptying out than we do the filling up. So that is beautiful, Robin. Get 
full of the Holy Spirit. Let him drench you, saturate you. I'm talking about where he is just flowing out of you. Let him consume you like a fire. That that Let that be your prayer this week. So we're going to talk tonight about community. Community. And I love something that I love the way the Lord gave it to me. It's community for immunity. All right. So or immunity by way of community. So we're going to join together in community in order to maintain our immunity. Now, I learned during COVID-19 that there is something called herd, H-E-R-D, herd immunity. And what herd immunity is, is it is a super strong immunity. It builds your immune system by being around others. And as you're around others and you're around their germs, then it builds your immune system. And people that are in a herd, so to speak, have super strong immunity. Why? Because they're around others. And so I looked up the word immunity and we're going to look at it from the angle. Hey there, Chloe. We're going to look at it from the angle of staying free and freedom. So let me go right here. Immunity. Now look at it from the angle of deliverance and staying free. Immunity means the state or quality of being resistant to a particular infectious disease or pathogen. Well, as you know, yesterday, my husband talked about infestation and how we get infested. And, and if we don't watch it, we'll have an infestation that leads to manifestation, which is being so full of the enemy that he manifests through us, whether it be through rage or depression or anger or sickness. So um, tonight I'm going to talk about community that brings immunity or community that guards immunity. So immunity is the state or quality of being resistant. That's what you need to be resistant to the enemy. The second um, definition for immunity is this protection or exemption from legal proceedings or liability. Protection, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. I was reading I was reading the law form. Let me say that all over. Just rewind, wipe that out. Let's start all over. The second definition of immunity is protection or exemption from something, especially an obligation or a penalty. Okay, so the first one was the state or quality of being resistant. The second definition was protection or exemption. That's what we're looking for. When you get free and you're on your journey to freedom, maybe you're not completely free, but you've gotten free from something. You want to maintain the territory of freedom God has given you. You want to hold that line as you are preparing to get more territory and more freedom. You need to be resistant to the enemy. You need to be protected and exempt from those things, those spirits coming back and oppressing you and, and infecting you. Okay. How do you get it? You need herd immunity. You need community. And so tonight, just all of this, I'm just, I'm going to read what I wrote down because the Lord was giving me several things that refers to community, community. Well, let me show you this first. Okay. So I got a little paper here. 
It's going to be backwards for you. But I haven't mastered writing backwards yet, so you'll just have to master reading backwards. All right. So when you have something like this, this would be called independent, where I live my life. Okay, this is me. And this is you. Okay? And this is somebody else. And we're just in our own little world. I'm just in my own little world. You're in your own little world. And somebody else watching is in their own little world. That's called independent. Okay? My life is not connecting to anybody else's life. I'm not drawing from anyone and I'm not giving to anyone. That's independent. Okay? Now, let me get another piece of paper. Dependent is dependent is me and you and you can't tell where your life is and where my life is because I'm so dependent on you that I'm just literally completely attached to you I'm just like suffocating you I'm drawing I'm pulling everything from you and not giving anything back to you okay that's dependent now Codependent is when you need me to be dependent upon you. So, um, if you need me to need you, then you would need me to stay handicapped, or you would need me to stay poor, or you would need me to stay sick, and that way I would always need you. And as a pastor, we have to be careful that we don't raise up a flock of people that are codependent, that don't know how to live for God on their own, don't know how to hear from God, don't know how to read the word of God, and we keep them crippled because we want them to need us so much. That's codependent and dependent, and that's not what God has called us to either, okay? What God has called us to is to be interdependent. Inter, I-N-T-E-R, Dependent. Somebody type that in the comments, if you will, because I don't, I don't have time. I'm not going to take the time to write it. Interdependent. And that is where this is my life, okay? And this is your life. And this is somebody else's life. All right? So I have a life. And you have a life. And our friend has a life. Thank you, Robin. But guess what? My life feeds you and part of your life your gifts and talents that God gave you feeds me and then our friend over here feeds us okay and we all give and receive from one another that's interdependent that is called here you go uh Kaylee <laughs> that's called Community. Community. And that is how God designed us. I need you and you need me, but we don't suffocate each other and we don't have only one another. We have a whole community of, of sisters, brothers in Christ, where we don't just receive but neither do we always just give. We give and receive. Everybody's pouring in to the community. Okay? 
that is what will help you in your spiritual immunity to the the wiles of the devil as the Bible talks about or the rulers of darkness or the principalities that are trying to destroy you. As long as you're breathing, you're going to wrestle principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness, spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. You're going to battle all of that. And so if you want to be immune from that, then you've got to, you've got to get in a strong community. Okay. Let me tell you what the Bible says about this. Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9. It says, two are better than one because they get a good return for their effort. For if they fall, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls and has no one to lift him up. That's a picture of community right there. Okay, let's carry on. All right, let's talk about um, some of the things that community does. How many of you, raise your hand in the chat, if you were raised as a single child? Single children that are not raised with brothers and sisters, they there are some things that they, there's some development that they miss out on. And some of them are going to be things like they never, they never learn how to share. They never learn how to be flexible. They never, um, learn, have to learn patience. They don't have to learn what it's like to get along with someone else, to be fluid, to be flexible. They don't have to learn how to prefer somebody else because they are the only one. And so, we have to recognize spiritually that community is extremely important to us and the, the enemy hates, he hates community. He wants you to isolate because if you isolate, then his voice will be the loudest voice in your life. I can't share everything that God has been showing me just this evening about community because I don't even feel like I have the capacity to to process it all and say it. But some of the things that were coming to my mind were like, why did God create me to speak? And why did he create me to hear? Because he fully intended for me to dwell in community where I can speak to someone else and I can hear someone else speak to me. Otherwise, we wouldn't have to speak. We wouldn't have to hear. Okay? So we are created for community. Let's talk about some of the things that community does for us. Community helps us develop. All right. It helps us learn how to be patient. It helps us learn how to be flexible. It helps us with accountability. Let me give you a prime example. Jesus talks about um, how many of you, if you had a flock of sheep, Jesus was saying, would you not leave the 99 to go after the one? Well, what that story shows us is that it's God's intention for us to be in community because when one pulls out of community, what did Jesus do? He talks about going and getting that one. So he didn't praise that one for being so strong to live on their own. He's like, wait a minute, that's dysfunctional. To be alone outside of community, that's not what God has for us. So he says, he literally taught, he, he literally says 
that he talks about leaving the community to go get the one and then bring them back where they belong. So the enemy loves isolation, but God loves community. Okay? So recognize it is the enemy trying to get you to isolate. Why does he want you to isolate? Because when you're in community, there is challenge. There is, there is accountability. See, if the one that Jesus was talking about had never been in the community, then nobody would have known he was lost. The one sheep that was lost, if he didn't, if he had not started out in community, nobody would have known he was lost. And I have a really sad story. Um, my senior year, I had a friend that um, died in a car wreck. Our senior year, she, she died in a car wreck. And it was like two or three in the morning. And I remember the story. She was out with her boyfriend. And I remember, hey, baby, I remember the story. That's Jaren. I remember the story being that nobody knew that she was um, dead on the side of the road for quite a while. You know, we didn't have cell phones back then like we do now. And her father didn't know where she was. Um, and so I just remember having the picture of her laying out on the side of the road with nobody looking for her. And when you're not in community and the enemy knocks you down, there's nobody to look for you. That's why he wants you isolated. That's why he wants you not to plug in. That's why he wants you to always just stay on the outskirts and not commit. And I know community is C-O-M-M -M, and commit is C-O-M-M. So it's really hard for some people to plug into community because you fear commitment. It's time. It's time to commit. You need community. And in order to be involved in community, it takes commitment on your part. So some of the development that comes with being a part of a community of believers is accountability. Guess what? They're going to know when you fall. That's a great thing. Otherwise, you're knocked out by the enemy and nobody's looking for you. Nobody's praying for you. Nobody's searching for you. Nobody's concerned for you. And that's, that's not where you want to be. So it, it causes us to have accountability. It causes us to have to be patient. It causes us to learn flexibility. It exposes stinginess. Ah, it exposes selfishness. It exposes self-centeredness because when you're a part of a community, it all doesn't revolve around you. It teaches you um, how to forgive. It teaches you how to overlook people's faults. Community is really, really good for us. Yes, chances are when we're in community, we're going to like be frictious with somebody, but it, it teaches us how others operate and how to prefer others and how to love others and, and how to be patient and long-suffering. If we, if we live life alone, we don't, we don't learn that, okay? All right, a couple more things. I know this might be a long one tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I'm known for being a little, sometimes I'm super short, but I can be known for being a little long-winded. This came to my mind. You know, community is such a big deal to God that you literally had to be, like, there had to be community for, for you to be conceived. Because no mama conceived you without a daddy. And 
your mama and your daddy had to be a part of a bigger community because brother and sister can't do that and cousin and cousin can't do that and father and daughter, oh, that's terribly gross. So what? For you to be conceived, it required community. It required your mom meeting up with your dad and they couldn't be in the same household. That's community. Otherwise, you wouldn't be conceived. Okay? God also designed it where in order to be birthed. You're born automatically into community because it's his will that you were born into the home of a mother and a father. You make three. That's a community. Okay? So that was another little note that I thought was, was neat to just prove that God loves community. Let me see. Let me look at my list. Okay? Also, I feel like he showed me this. Your potential will never be truly, fully reached outside of community. So a community of believers will actually serve to develop your potential and your purpose and your calling to its fullest. It's time for community. Um, let me end with this. This is how much the Lord loves community. Matthew 18, 19 and 20. Says, um, okay, again, this is Jesus speaking. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth about anything they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father in heaven. All right, he's wanting you to connect to somebody else. Community. Verse 20, for where two or three there's community. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in their midst. Listen, ladies, if you're not free, it's time to get free. Like my son preached Wednesday night, it is time for you to get delivered. It is time for you to get free. If you're not free, welcome to a community of believers that believe in freedom and we will lead you to deliverance. You need community. Okay, if you are in the process of getting free, then you need to stay free, which means you need immunity and it's going to it's going to come by herd immunity, community immunity. Okay, we will help protect you from the enemy. We will help you. Let me go back to what immunity meant. We will help you stay resistant to those spirits that left and want to come back. Jesus talked about they want to come back. So it is time. It is time to plug in to a community bigger than yourself. And if you don't already have a community, I want to introduce you to this Cove Ladies community. We are strong in the Lord, not on our own, but because we are, we are feeding off of one another and we're not feeding off of gossip and we're not feeding off of negativity. We are feeding off of the fire of God that has lit a flame inside of me. And then I, I connect with you through community and then my fire lights your fire and then you connect with somebody else in the community and it lights their fire. And then we, we are consumed and then we engulf everything that gets close and near to us. Okay. It's time for that. Don't hesitate. With that being said, 
May the 12th and 13th, I believe, is a perfect time for you to plug in to community. So we are going on a ladies retreat. You do not have to be a part of a particular church to go on this retreat. If you're just part of this fight time group, you are invited to this retreat. We are going to leave on a Friday morning around nine o'clock in the morning, and we're going to go to Grapevine, Texas, and we're going to spend one night in a hotel. We are going to have community sessions. We are going to have devotions. We are going to have times of worship. We are going to have a time um, in, in the presence of God where he imparts to us. We are going to have a time to receive the word of God. It, it is going to be so power-packed. It always is. And so um, I just want to invite you, even if you've never done this before, that's okay. It's, it's a perfect opportunity for community. You can get your only cost is the cost of your meals and the room. That's it. That's it. Um, there's nothing else that you have to pay. So you eat as cheap as you want to eat. Pack a lunch if you want. Pack your own food if you want. Um, and then the hotel room. But you can you can put four people in your room and divide that room by four if you want to. So if you want to stay in a room by yourself, you can. Or if you want to have four people in a room... You just find somebody, even if you don't know them, it's time for community. Some of my, um, some of, some of my dearest friends today, I connected with them at a ladies retreat. So it's a perfect opportunity for community. It, it, um, we're going to leave on a Friday. We'll spend Friday night and we'll come home Saturday. We'll get home around 9 p.m. on Saturday. Even if you have to work on Friday during the day, drive up when you get off. There's there's a crew of people that do that as well. Even if you have to leave early on Saturday, that's fine. You can take your own car. We are taking two vans, and you can ride in the van, or you can take your own car, or you can fill up your car uh, with other people. However you want to do it, just get there. It is it is It is amazing. All right? I think Casey and I may do a video tomorrow talking about it. But hopefully I've given you enough information to at least make you want to ask somebody else about it. And if you've been before, how about you type something in the comments and just be like, hey, you can ask me. You can ask me. And I also want to say this. I, I mentioned last Tuesday about um, the man and woman of God not being able to be everything in your life. All the more reason for community. Because your pastor cannot be everything to you. And guess what? We don't need to be everything to you because you're a part of a community of sisters. With that being said, I want to share two things that we are starting for ladies. Robin Watts, I'm super excited to, um, I haven't even updated Casey on this, but Casey, you know about this because we, we this was one of the strategies we talked about with you and Brad. We're going to start a, a Cove Ladies support group. It's a support group. We're going to start it on Facebook. And you join it if you want to be a voice of support to someone. And you join it if you need support in living for God, okay, with everyday things in life. And Robin Watts is going to be the one that monitors it. And she's going, it's going to kind of be her ministry, going to kind of be her baby. And um, so we're going to be launching that. And that is a Cove Ladies support group where you can Top in anytime, day or night, and chances are somebody will be active on Facebook and will be able to speak 
uh, words of encouragement into your life. Now, chances are, as a pastor, I'm hardly on Facebook. I'm not going to be on there. I'm going to join the group, but I may, I may not see your request. But guess what? It doesn't matter because you're surrounded by a community of ladies that have answers for you. And you know what? You're going to have answers for somebody else. It's a perfect opportunity for community. So Robin is going to be the monitor for that. And then we're going to start another one that's for singles. If you're a single lady trying to live for God, then Diana, uh, Diana Parker is going to be the monitor of one for its co-ed men and women singles, trying to live for God as a single person. And it's a support system, um, a support group for singles living for God. So there you have it. There's some community for you to plug into. All right. I love you, ladies. May the Lord bless you. May you stay on fire. I promise you, if you will plug into this community of believers, you will have a certain immune immunity against the enemy. All right. See you later. Bye.